Welcome back, everybody, to the Rice and Slice Golf Show podcast. My name is Theo. Gentlemen, to my right is Chenji. I'm getting really good at this. Episode 49. This intro, it just rolls off the tongue at this point. It's, 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 it sounds so good, I think. I don't know. 100%. We, for the 50th yes. episode, you have to do the intro. I've just done it. I've just done it. What do you mean? Before we started. Mm. Uh, okay, not, not not as good as you. Okay, fine. No, 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 no. Like, not, no. Episode, no, ne- episode fifth. Okay, okay, okay. I never I said... You, I, I didn't say that you didn't do it as good as me. I'm just saying I don't think that counts as the intro. Fair enough. So next week, we will do... Um, what, do you, what, what do you call it? You will do the intro. Uh, by the way... Yes, the intro, the the podcast has started. Chenji, we didn't do three, two, one. You have to do three, two, one. Otherwise, I can't sync the, the episodes. So please, no, Chenji. No, don't don't let our listeners <laughs> listen to this. this. Is how we coordinate things okay, in the background. Okay, so, so this is how we, me and Chenji. This is not planned. <laughs> this is how this is a great intro bit. This is how me and Chenji, uh, co- um, what is it? Sync our our, our audio and our ca- cameras together because we're in two separate locations. Chenji. This is exactly what happens for the past 48 episodes. Chenji, please do it because you have to do it because of course. I, I, I can't sink it any, uh, any other way. So please, Chenji. Okay, fine. Without further ado, three, two, two one. one. Ah! <laughs> That's good. Thank you. So, so Sorry, now guys. it's in sync. Obviously, <laughs> you've heard for the those first of you few playing minutes. This podcast, for those of you playing the podcast out loud with your friends and family, you just heard like Chenji moaning <laughs> for... Yeah. synchronizing our audio files this, behind the that, scenes that's our thing that, that we do every single episode before the podcast starts but we forgot today right oh, that's brilliant um i'm in um i'm excited i've got lots of energy tonight it's 11 o'clock p.m in uk time right now we're recording this podcast monday the 14th of august uh middle of summer and as you can tell by the weather outside summer forgot to arrive um, Never did. Yep. Saturday, to be fair, I, I, I it pl- did. It did, and we played some good golf back in you know June. Dude, it, we had good good weather for like literally two and a half weeks, and that was it. Yep. I and was dreading golf. right because because of my work, I was dreading like, oh my god, I can't I can't be asked with summer this year because yes, it's great you're playing golf in the summer, but at work it's horrible. It's so 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 horrible, dude. So hot. so um, and you know, it's not been very bad because <laughs> golf has been terrible. For, to play with in, but to um, what do you call it? Like, um, yeah, it's just been raining and windy and raining, and like the number one essential in your golf bag is your umbrella. And if you forget that, mate, Jesus, you're you're done. I played on Saturday. Um, I shot a hundred and twenty-two. You're joking. Yes and no, I'm joking. So over two rounds. No. <laughs> if <I leave. laughs> so what happened was we started in a stablefoot competition and by the f- like 14th 13th hole it started piercing it down with rain like it was the worst rain i've ever played in basically so by the by, by the end we gave up and we didn't finish the round we didn't hand the scorecards in obviously it's, it's a competition and automatically if i'm not mistaken it puts you down as like a triple bogey on every single no hole automatically so if you go on my england golf app now on my profile, it says 122 because uh, I didn't hand my card in. So it's like, I, yes, I got disqualified, which is fine. I didn't finish around, but I definitely didn't expect a, hundred, a score of 122. 
So well, to be fair, it won't really matter anyway because it only takes down eight of your last twenty, eight of your best rounds, right? Of your last twenty rounds. Correct. Yes, I was. I was going to say. I was going to ask you about that. So my my one twenty two. It doesn't. It doesn't matter basically. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. That's good. Um, yeah. Speaking of playing well, golf. Yeah, go on. I think you should go on. Oh no. <laughs> I don't want to say this. This is. I know. have the scorecard in my hand. No, <laughs> no. All this time, it's been like six days. <coughs> and I thought you would have forgotten about Definitely, it. Definitely no, but. man. I've been thinking about this every single day. Not. Oh my god. For, for context, this time last week, I got bit. I got stung by a wasp while I was sleeping at four a.m. We spoke about this on the last episode, uh, on the Monday. On sh- the literally like twenty four hours later, I was we were book play we were booked to play at Woburn, at the two rounds at Woburn. We paid for this ages ago, and we um we booked it a long time ago. And I was so looking. Well, everybody was looking forward to, to to this. Monday, I guess I guess um stung by a wasp. It, my my hand grew like four times the 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 size of a normal human hand because of the sting sting. And I was gutted. I didn't care so much about the sting. I just cared that. I was playing golf at a really expensive, a really nice golf course the, 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 like 24 hours later. And I didn't want to, first of all, cancel. Second of all, if I didn't cancel and I went to play half decent and I could finish around. Um, and we spoke about this last week on the podcast. And I said to Chenji, you have no excuse on why you shouldn't beat me. Not only beat me, but demolish me. Because I don't think that I can hold a club, let alone finish around, let alone score a reasonable score around one of the hardest courses oh well is it is it the hardest course it's not really a difficult course it's just yes trees. it was first of all we played off the tips and second of you. all it's you wanted to play off the tips and i was like Chenji, I are did. you sure and you were like yeah 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 yeah. Let, let's just play like it's fine and i was like okay like let's play yeah because we were at one of the best golf courses and yes. you know from the tips you can, yeah, it's I agree where with major, you. It's where major championships were held. I, I agree it's with you. It's home to multiple European professional golfers. I agree with you. And if you're going to enjoy you an were expensive there, course, and you were there yes. with a broken hand, yes, you had first thing you did when you showed up in Woburn, which is where we played, yes, is to go to the pro shop and buy yourself extra large. Yes. Gloves, Ex- yeah. like extra, extra large. Like you normally, normally play with large. No, normally I play with me- like medium, uh, medium large because I like and I like like a really tight glove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from from a medium large to an extra, extra large, and even that was tight. And every ev- after every shot, I I had to like take it out and like massage my hand, and I had like God. a cup with water and ice so that I can like cool down my hand because it was still on fire. After all that, somehow I played. One of the best rounds of my life. Well, not the best round, but one of the best rounds in my life. Definitely well, no, because the- but all things, all things together. Like you know, if you look at your, if you look at your my England golf app, you know, like what's your actual? I feel like you, you know, playing from the wides, you'd be getting at least three shots because of how difficult the course was. Yes, I I agree with you. And uh, you've shot better, ra- you've shot better rounds, but at easy golf courses. Oh, hundred percent. And not only that, I shot better rounds with a norm with two working hands and no problems. And um, the the idea of playing at one of the hardest golf courses, not the the most difficult, but it's just so daunting when you're you know standing on those t- on those tees, and you're looking down the fairway, and there's no room for error. It's just trees on the left, trees on the right. Like the trees just shape the hole. You can't miss hit unless you're Chenji, and if you do miss hit, you you get uh, members bounces if you're Chenji. 
But, you know, I, I don't get members bounces, so I have to make sure that I'm, like, down the middle, or at least in play. We're, we played um, the second round. We, we only played four holes because of the rain. It got really, 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 really bad. And really, like, the course got really wet up to the point when we couldn't play, so we left. Uh, yes, we did get our money back for that round. Um, but through eight, what's 18 plus five, Chenji? 23? Yeah. So through, tw through 23 ra uh, holes... Chenji got a members bounce on like eight, and not a not, seven or eight, and not like a mem like a really good members bounce. Like it was going out of bounds. He hit the at uh, the edge of the last branch on the, of the tip of the last tree, and he would go straight in the middle of the fairway, and you still couldn't beat me. Shall, do, do you want me to tell your score? I won't. I, I, won't, I, don't, I don't care if I. The more of the story is Chenji lost. And like we said last week, I would never let you live this down. Not only did you lose, Chenji, I de I destroyed you. In all fairness, I played really well. I didn't I didn't beat you because I played better than. Oh no! Wait! 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 What? How am I going to say this? I didn't out. Oh, I didn't outplay you, so you didn't play your best, and I outplayed your best. If that makes any sense, does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. You For played sure. really like, bad. I. I played in my bottom quartile of my golf and you played in your top quartile of your golf. Perfectly put. So, yes, I won, but I don't... It was still like a bittersweet moment for me because you didn't play to your best. So I couldn't... I couldn't. Does that make sense? So I couldn't stand yeah. up and say, I beat you fair and square because you didn't really play your... Because I know you can play way better than that. And you, you chunked a few, you sliced a few, you, you duffed a few... Say, like, I had bad shots as well, don't get me wrong. But um, I, I somehow broke 90 around the Marquis course from the tips at Woburn. You, in the front nine, you scored, like, plus three, plus four? It was a bit more than that. I shot four... Plus... Uh, well, I, no, I shot 43 on the front nine and 43 on the back nine. No, that's a lie. No. Sorry, I, I shot 43 on the front nine and 46 on the back nine. So, okay. Oh, uh, another thing that we need to talk about. Uh, so you were plus seven on the front nine, which is I'll, I'll take that no problem. I'm a fourteen handicapper, in a, you know. It's, it's good. in a course in a course rating which is like you know probably one hundred and thirty five or something. Um, one hundred thirty three. Yes. So that pretty much means you get like two extra shots on the front nine. Well, so yes, effective. but the front nine is actually really easy. On the back nine, okay, fair. Seven out of the nine holes on the back nine are single sh digit stroke index. Did I beat you in the back nine? No. No, mate. You, you, Sad. You, you played work. No, no, sorry. You played, you shot 48 on the back nine and I shot okay. 46 on the back nine. You played right. way better on the back nine, dude. The front nine, you were just, not, not, I wouldn't, not half asleep, but you played terrible in the front nine. You could have, you, you've missed out on so many, shots shall we say and then on the back mm. nine okay here, here we go so i was we played match play i was eight up through nine through the first nine <laughs> that's how bad chenji played and then somehow like it went all the way up to like the 16th of me not winning because he went seven seven six five four three at one point i was only three up from being eight up to three up and then um Chenji actually, it, I didn't beat him. He just kind of just lost like two balls or whatever on the 16th. And I ended up finishing the hole, which meant I won the hole and he couldn't beat me. 
So you had a chance of of like being all square. Equalize. Yeah. Imagine literally. if I was eight fair, through nine and and we ended up ending. Mate, I was so motivated. I was so motivated because at one point you were like, "Oh, I can't lose." Um, it was like <laughs> you were you were like basically basically like you know you were something like eight um eight up with eight to go something like that right yeah. and um i trumped it away i won every single hole yes up until like you know the 15th or something we had three holes left and like you know you were three up right had to win every single hole to equalize the game yes and i was like fucking hell, i can do this yes like, i can do this yeah and uh and I then at one brilliant... point i was like i had a, I think I had a great dr- i no, think he's i had a great <laughs> i had a great drive you did and then my second shot was just slightly like you know slightly off and went into the bunker yeah and we all, and oh, for yeah. some reason, That's my it. game, right, like, you know, and same thing that happened to me in, like last Sunday. I just can't, I need a lesson on the bunkers, man. I just cannot for the life of me get out of bunkers. I love bunkers. So basically, I don't know why. It's weird. I love I know. You love bunkers now after the Grieve lesson. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but So I got into that bunker and took me three times to get out and I lost the game. Yeah. It's all right. It is what yeah. it is. Um, it is what it is, but you know, point, you des- obviously you deserved it, but you know, there's, but that- it was kind of, it was kind of funny that imagine, like, you know, imagine we, like, how good that back nine could have yeah. been. Yeah, if if I lost to you and I and I shot eighty nine, let's say I shot eighty nine and I lost to you, I would have been over the moon. Just like fair play, Chenji won. He should have won. But I no, was I like, could have. I, can't I, I couldn't be- have won. Yeah, no. But I'm, but I'm, what do you mean? You could. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, no, but I'm, I'm nine, saying if if you played your normal game, oh, f- yeah, fair. And you beat me, and I and still shot, shot eighty nine with a gammy hand. <laughs> With an, you know, you know, with not a right, it, it, my hand just was so painful, dude. Within like between every shot, you were literally asking me like, "Is your hand okay? Are you feeling okay?" Yeah. yeah. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like, don't worry, I, I, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Yes, it was, it was burning a little bit. It wasn't nowhere near as bad as the day before, but anybody else probably wouldn't have played golf with the hand if they were in the pain that I was in. But I was like, "There's if it was anywhere else, like your average golf course, I would have been like, nah, I'm good. I'll, I'll stay at home, edit the podcast.'" You know, do all my bits I need to do. Forget playing golf today. But I was like, no, I'm determined. I was like, I'm, I'm, I don't care how much it hurts. I'm finishing the round. And not only did I finish the round, I actually played decent. So happy days. I was happy. But you know, I called it though, right? Like in a previous podcast, even said you're gonna like you're gonna play some really good golf. Well, sorry, not in a previous podcast, but well, actually, yes, yes in a previous was. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, it's because you 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 just you're <coughs> gripping the you're gripping the club just in the perfect sort of like what's it called the perfect grip yes right? yeah because you're not holding it too hard yes so i agree with you and you're not you know you're swinging to sort of like you know, control it so you don't kind of like you know i was focusing more hands. on where would uh, my, my mentality was where would my bad shot go so if i was like let's say 160 yards to the green i would get my seven iron and i would think okay if I was hit, if I was to hit my seven iron now, where would the bad shot go? And then I would think, okay, if the bad shot is short, I'm still, I still have a, a shot in. So that that's what I was like. I was like, okay, so just where would my bad shot? Not not if, you know, it's like the is it the ninety percent rule that, that that Dane Duffin explained to us? Yeah. Where exactly. would your what is your ninety percent shot? Like ninety percent of the time, where would your golf club like? So I'm not thinking about oh that that. 185 yard seven iron that I hit once two years ago. I'm thinking, okay, where would my bad shot go if they were supposed to, if this, because my, the grip, my, my grip could have, um, you know, could have slipped out my hands. I could have lost, um, I could have lost grip like on the downswing because I do swing quite hard. So, you know, t- like my club face could have been open. So I was focused on keeping my club face as square as I possibly could. 
So yeah, it was just, I, I was just extra focused and I think that definitely helped. Um, putting was okay, it wasn't great, but I didn't really three put. Uh, I'd say that the greens were a little bit slow and, and obviously you mentioned that last time. The greens weren't great. I mean, you're used to really good greens. I'm not used to really good greens. I'm used to terrible greens. So your greens at Moore Park are just rapid. Like they're probably the fastest I've played this year. And um, for me, Woburn is um, like amazing greens because of what I'm used to. But you're not used to that. So you couldn't really fight, like get into, you couldn't calibrate your speed with the greens. Obviously you did in the background, you played a lot better. But um, yeah, we also had a, a 1v1 match. Is it on the back nine we were, we had the match? For, yes, for, on the back nine. It was like the double, the, double the double water. The D double, water double water hole. Which the double water double hole. Water, <laughs> double uh, yeah. water hole. Yeah, there's, there's, like two, there's like two in the same hole. There were like two water hazards. Yes. So you had to hit... One it. on the fairway and one around the greens. Yeah, which was so, kind of funny, so e either you could clear... You could hit like a 300-yard bomb and drive the green and be okay and skip the two waters but if you hit if you miss hit even by one percent because of like the, the it was like an elevated green almost and it's like got like a downhill if you didn't make the green it would just roll into the water so we both um, yeah. went into the middle of the fairway as anybody would and uh, and then just kind of laid up um yeah so that video um is all ready i just need to kind of be with you face to face so we can narrate it properly if that makes any sense so I'm, oh, nice. i've got them both saved i've got an, i've got another one from moore park i think it is oh yeah the part three that was a beautiful one. That was like, yeah, that was like the good one actually. Like that's really like, funny. Oh, that oh, video is really, really dude, funny, <laughs> guys. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Like, mate, it was all, oh, dude. Just you stay hit, tuned. I'll, t I'll tell you tuned. what happened. Shall sh sh we just say what happened? Because it's not coming out anytime soon, anyway. Yeah, sure. So, thing, sure, what yeah. what hole is this? Um, hole twelve. Hole twelve, and it looks like sixteenth Augusta, or like kind of with the with, with the. With the, what do you call it? With the flowers in the background. It's not, obviously it's not that kind of hold, but it's just the flowers in the background. So Chenji goes up first, but in the video I go up first because it's like there's a longer intro that we can talk basically. Uh, so Chenji goes up first. He gets his four iron, I think I want to say. Four iron. It was a, played at 200 yards. I think. Yeah. And it's like, like elevated back pins. quite, you know, quite high up uh, above like a hill. He smokes his four iron. And he and I'm like, dude, that could be like literally either in the hole or you're two feet away. And then I was like, like it, it literally lands about middle of the green, right? Yeah. And then just rolls. Yeah. And I'm like, that was, and we couldn't see where the ball ended or ended up. So that, so I'm like, how am I supposed to follow that? Like, there's no way I'm following that. So I get my four hybrid. I smoke my four hybrid, and I'm like, oh my god, that looks just as good as yours, Chenji. What is going on? We go up Brilliant. to the green, and they're literally next to each other. Yeah, and they're both off the green, to be fair. They were like the, over the green. Yeah, over like... Slightly the, over the yeah, green, first cut. Literally first cut, uh, edge of the green. So I go up first, because I was a little bit further away. I chip on, and I'm like, I don't know, five, six feet away. Chen oh, like pretty far, pretty far away, because it was like, a, you kind of like, sh you kind of, you just, you just uh, chipped it, and it didn't go very far. No. And then Chenji was like, I'm just going to put it like you're supposed to, like you're supposed to put that that shot you're not supposed to chip it somehow he hits it two percent harder than you're supposed to and it takes this massive downhill like it's like a two-tier green and it goes on the other side of the bunk of, of the green and then he goes back up to hit the uphill putt he doesn't hit it hard enough and it comes all the way back down even further hits it again comes all the way back down again and then hits it again and is like six feet away hits it miss i think misses 
and then he no 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 I made that putt I made the I made yeah, the six foot putt or something like ten foot yeah I can't wait for that video to to come out it's such a funny little video of Chenji trying and you made and you made power bogey no I think I made four and I was like okay good enough for me. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that was really funny. Um, so yeah, we, we, when when we're face to face next, it's time like I'm two emotions, play. right? Like you know, first of all, like first you think you got a hole in one. Next thing you know, oh you walk God. out with a quadruple bogey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Love> <laughs> this. Uh, like, hashtag of, welcome to golf. I uh, know, mate. Speaking of quadruple bogeys, I've got a little stat for you if you want to hear it. Go on then. Okay, here we go. I've got it ready here. Only three players in PGA Tour history have carded. A score of fifteen or higher on a single hole. Do you Ooh, want to I have a guess at who these players are? You definitely know two of them. Kevin Na. So you've um, seen the, you've seen the post, haven't you? <laughs> I've seen I've seen I've I'm like I've seen that post. Yes. Okay. Okay. But I can't remember. I know, I know Kevin Na was on there. <laughs> sorry, so, sorry. So so Gary McCord, nineteen eighty six uh, FedEx St Jude Classic, on the sixteenth hole he scored a sixteen. Uh, Kevin Nah, 2011 Valero Texas Open on the ninth hole, he scored a 16. And then John Daly, 1998 Arnold Palmer Invitational on the sixth hole, he scored an 18. Dude, Crazy. that's madness. Can you imagine? Like, like it's oh, I, oh, I can. I'm sure I've said like 18 before. <laughs> I don't think I've shot that high before on a single hole. Also, like you know, what, what do you mean, like you know, speaking of quadruple bogeys? Here are the players who've made like. I'm just trying to make you feel better. Yeah, I'm yeah, just trying to. I'm just trying to say it happens to everybody. It's fine. It's not the end of the world. I don't think it happened to them on a par three, but I'm sure they had the reasons. Yeah. Par five, you... par four, and a par five. So yeah, not a par three. But it's happened. It's happened to a lot of people, dude. It's funny, right? Uh, you, we've never played Ashbon Ashbon before. Have you played Ashbon before? Uh, yes, I have, but not together. Okay, so do you remember the hole, the eleventh? It's like elevated tee, stroke index one, par four, and you've got like a like a lake in the middle of the fairway, and it's like two hundred and sixty yards to clear the lake. Do you remember mm -hmm. that hole? Vaguely, Va vaguely. Okay, vaguely, so it's yes. like a downhill. It's your, your, the the tee's elevated, and it's. Uh, a downhill, um, what do you call it? Like hole, shall we say? And then 260 yards to carry the water. And the, the water is quite big. So you, you, you're you either going to clear it or you're just going to lay up. And if you're laying up, you literally get like, a, like an eight iron and you just hit it down and then it just rolls down the hill basically. And then you've got a, a, like the, sec the second shot is probably way harder than your tee shot because you've got like a tree in the middle, you've got a lake and you know, you've got a quite a long way to go. You've got like 220 yards to go still. And I, potentially a downhill lie. And put, oh no, it's a hundred percent going to be a downhill lie. Oof. So every single time I always go over, um, I always go over the, um, the lake only twice. I didn't go over the lake, not because I got it in the lake, but because I just couldn't, I just couldn't find my ball. It went a little bit left and I couldn't find my ball anyway. So we played a couple of weeks ago and there was, a, it was a medal. So with a medal, you have to finish a hole. It's not like a stable foot where you pick up, right? So these, uh, there was a group in front of us, and I'm on the tee waiting for obviously for the for the um, for the like for them to kind of carry on so I can hit my drive. And uh, obviously there was a, there was a, like not old boys, but not the kind of people that would just hit 260 yard drives over the lake. So they laid up, and he, one of the guys was like prime position to be over the lake. Like he was, he had nothing in front of him but the water. All he had to do was just go over the water and you're back in play basically dude i promise you 
I, 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 st I stood there and I watched him. He probably hit, I want to say like seven balls in the lake. And I'm like, I felt so bad for him because I know it's a medal, it's a competition. So you can't just walk off. You can't just like throw your card away because you're going to get 122 like I did. You can't, you have to finish a hole. And I, the poor guy, every shot, and it was just worse and worse and worse. Like the, the shots were just getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And I just felt so bad. I'm like, dude, anybody else would have just picked up and just walked off basically if it was like any any sort of, comp like not a competition. But yeah, he probably, God knows what score he got on that hole, but he did not have a good day. He was, uh, he was uh, like chucking clubs, hitting his golf, uh, his golf bag with his club. He, I mean, fair play. What I mean, what do you, what do you expect to, um, you know, for someone to do when they get seven balls into the water? But yeah, it's um, that was. And that's how you shoot eighteen. <laughs> and that, and that is girls. yeah, basically that is how you shoot eighteen. It's mad, isn't it? Have you got? I've got a question for you. I've just thought of this. Have you got any tips for any beginner golfers? This I just sprung this on you. But have you got any tips um, on how beginner golfers should, hand, should handle golf? Really good question, actually. Quite relevant, too, because I've got quite a few people like asking me these days how to get into golf. Yes. Like they see, they see us, you know, obviously, you know, I just, I, I, I talk about our podcast everywhere I go yeah. to, everybody I meet. And um, um, actually, I think one of the things I've, I've had, how beginner, like literally first time you're ever going to grab a club. Um, Let's say they have a handicap and it's like 28 plus. Oh, okay. Um, yes, I've got the perfect tip then. Go on then. Stop spending time in the golf and the driving range and just go out Go out on the course. Okay. Anything else? I think that's my number one recommendation. Um, what about play getting with, lessons? Uh, play. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I mean, of course, yeah, get lessons, definitely. Um, I think one of the other ones is to always play with better players than you are at that point, right? So, like, play... Like, you know, have your social group whatsoever, right? And that you play like a casual round with like, you know, you, me, you know, like mates. Yeah. Um, but try to at least once or twice a week play with players who are much better than you so you can watch them and they can literally like, you know, well, tell you a couple of tips and tricks. And, that's and how I not only that, you can watch how they play and how they approach shots. Exactly. You because can, you can see all the micro details like yes. and how they swing and how like what the divots that they are taking yeah. to like again how they manage the course as in like you know are they you know why are they taking a two iron while I'm having a driver in my hand and they're much better than I am yeah. right um, and how, know, they, manage, are they, how, how they manage the, the, the round of golf basically right yeah exactly so like you know play with single digit uh, handicappers play with scratch golfers if you can right you know just put yourself down on a competition when you see like you know somebody you know there's a team with like a missing person right yeah. just put yourself down Right, they won't mind like you know playing with you, and uh, if you're just a nice person, plays respects the game of golf and respects all the etiquette, right? You know they like playing with you, right? And uh, you know you just watch them and learn from them. I I agree with everything you said. My number one tip is not even lessons, not e well le lessons is like prop is number two, not even play golf, uh, you know more golf than be at the driving range. My number one tip, number one tip. Is manage your expectations. Up until 18 months ago, keep in mind, I've been playing like three years properly as much as I'm doing now. Like I played for one year, like six years ago, and then I stopped because of work. So I don't really count that year because I, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any lessons or nothing. I was just hacking it around. But like properly, 
I've been playing for three years where I've took it, not seriously, but it's kind of become more than a hobby. Yes, I'm only a 13 point whatever handicap, but I have been having lessons, countless lessons. I've spent a lot of money in golf. I've played with a bunch of different people, good, a lot better players than me and a lot worse players than me. And the number one thing that I've, uh, there's a book that I've actually read, Zen Golf, I've got it right here. This is a great book to read if you, if you first start playing golf. I don't know if you've read this book, mate, it's amazing. This book has uh, almost changed uh, my perception of golf, right? So it's managing expectations. So you're playing a round of golf, let's say, and you are a 28 handicapper. My number one tip for you is, first of all, don't write, don't, don't write a score down. Don't worry about what par is. Don't worry about five, uh, par five, a par three, a par four. Just finish the hole. Don't care about if you shot an eight on a par three. Don't worry about if you shot a five on a, I don't know, like a 12 on a par five. It doesn't make a difference because you are getting, you are still learning how to, like the fundamentals of golf. So first of all, if you're a 28 handicapper, you are not expected anywhere near to shoot whatever par is on that hole. Do you agree with me so far? 100%. So up until like 18 months ago, like a, like just over a year ago, I would play golf and not even carry a scorecard with me. I would, I'd just finish. And then I'd vaguely like think of what, how many shots I had, but I wouldn't care if I shot an eight on a par five. I like, it, it didn't make a difference to me. It's just the fact that I was out there and I was trying and I was trying my best and I was getting a tiny bit better than last time. That's all that mattered to me. This is a personal experience. Um, I play, uh, I've have a group of three of us that play most Saturdays at Ashbourne. I love these lads. Um, you know, like when you meet, it's like same with you. When you meet people and you feel like you've known them for years, even though you've not known them for that long. Mm. I, I've had the same effect with you. I've had the same effect with these two lads, Jack and Harry, both brothers. Shout out to you boys. Um, I know they're probably listening. I'm not, I'm not trying to slag anybody off and I'm not talking bad about anybody. On Saturday, first of all, um, with well, Harry, he's a, a higher handicapper than us. Dude, he started playing in November. For a person that's not even playing a year, he plays amazing golf. He can definitely oh, yeah, hit a shot, right? He gets so angry when he plays bad. He, to the point where on Saturday, he teed off on a, on a par three. He topped it. And out of his anger, he threw the club. He accidentally threw the club. Out of anger, he threw the club. But he threw it um, in my direction. By accident, by accident, because obviously we were laughing. I love you. I love you, Harry. <laughs> so accidentally, he threw the club in my direction. Thankfully, it, the head hit the ground at a certain spot and it bounced away from me, but it would have hit my shins. <laughs> no problem. He threw Broken it hand and a broken yeah, chin. <laughs> and I was like, what was that? And I was like, straight away, I was laughing because he's, he's got that angry uh, gene inside of him, shall we say? And he put, he has such high expectations. And I'm like, relax, man. It's, first of all, it's just golf. It's fine. You're going to have more bad shots than good shots. I'm a 14 handicapper and I still have more bad shots than good shots. It's it's manage expectations. It's number one thing. Get some lessons. Um, get rid of your bad habits. But the only way you're going to get better is by playing more golf. So the more times you play per week and, you know, you just keep at it, you're going to fix little things. So... For example, we were, we were playing golf. It was a part uh, on Saturday. It was a part three on like the 14th or whatever it was. He was the only one. Out of, keep in mind, his brother is like a 10 handicap. I'm a 14 handicap and he's a 20 whatever handicap, right? He was the only one that hit the green. This high handicap player. 
And we were like, mate, great shot. And he was like, what do you mean great shot? It's on the back of the green. It's nowhere near the hole. And I'm like, where are you expecting it to go? I Like, um, Jack, the 10 handicap, shanked it. He went 50 yards right. I got it in the bu- like greenside bunker. And we were like just strolling up, trying to think about the next shot of what we're going to do. And he's hmm. the one that's not happy because he's 20 feet away. And I'm, I, I'm thinking... Where are you expecting this ball to land? And where are you expect like what are you ex- what are your expectations? And it's just if you don't fix these little issues now, first of all, you're gonna fall out of love with golf. And it's the best sport in the world. It's the it's the get away from your normal life. You forget about all your problems. You're out there. You're enjoying golf, especially if, even if it's on a bad day, dude. It was raining so 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 bad that day, and we were still laughing. You know, we were still having a good time. And um, on the 17th, I, on the 17th and 18th, yes, it was raining, but we kind of tried to finish the hole, but we're just messing around. I lost three balls off the tee and I was laughing. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I sliced it again on, you know, and he went right. And he, and Harry was looking at me and goes, dude, you are the perfect person for golf. And I'm like, why? He goes, you have such a like good, it's, it's, I don't know if he said like, I'm paraphrasing, but he said along the lines of, you have such a like good mentality for golf because you hit a bad shot and you're laughing and and he hits a bad shot and he's angry and I'm like dude I'm I'm going to hit more bad shots than good shots I can't I don't have the time I don't have the patience I don't have the you know the 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 mentality to be negative when I hit a bad shot and I'm really good at forgetting shots and I've told him this as well I'm really good at forgetting my last shot so sometimes it's good but sometimes it's bad because I can flush a, like an 8 iron and land it 2 feet to the pin but I I will go to my next hole and forget how I hit that eight iron. How why did I hit that so good? So I I mentally I'm like okay why did I hit that so good? I don't I don't remember why I, hit, I just hit it and it went right. But if I hit a bad shot, the good side of it is if I hit a bad shot, it's really good because I forget the that, that I just hit a bad shot and then I just move on. So it's good and bad. Um, I don't know I I don't know why I'm, I'm like this. I mean it's just. Eric Anders Lang has kind of I'm drilled in with him. No, I, th- I think this is, this is I think this is ju- this is just called golf maturity, like you know maturing and the golf game. And you know it's like the cliche of saying you know what's the most important hole in golf? It's the next hole. Yeah. Right? You know what's the most important shot in golf? Yeah. It's the next shot. We're not right. I so mean, like you know when when we and to be fair, I still remember when you know back in the early days when we started playing, right? Both of us were kind of like you know very much beginners and amateurs. And we would actually get really frustrated for like, you know, after we hit bad shots. Yes. But now, once we hit bad shots, we're just kind of like, okay, you know, it is what it, <laughs> it is. is what it and is. then, you know, we just now. go wherever, try to find the ball, yeah. right? And then we find the ball, knock it out, get it back in play, try to get an up and down, or like, just try to get, try to get it close, hopefully yeah. an up and down chip, you know? Because we also, not only, um, I think it's because of maturity, but also our short game has gotten better. Because the thing is, you know, I think when you're also like, you know, one of the good tips is, um, for beginners is to practice your short game because once you are confident with your short game, it doesn't matter how you hit it off the tee. You know that you can, yep. right? Once you're around the green, say 100 yards within the green, right? You're confident that you're going to like, you know, put it onto the green and two putt. I, I agree. Quite confident with uh, Tiger Woods right? actually fa- famously um, has said that uh, his his dad, when, when Tiger first started playing golf when he was like a, a kid, his dad made him learn golf backwards so first he started on the green by putting and then they went to 25 yards out then 50 yards out then 100 yards out so the, he learned backwards 
I think that's the best thing. In nowadays, with all this marketing and, you know, all these long drive competitions and, and the sexy shots that we see are all off the tee, right? And it's all like long drives at 300. And you're like, I want to bomb a drive like Bryson. I want to hit, a, you know, like a, dri a drive like Rory. I want my swing to look like this. I want to do that. So what do we do? We go out and we just focused 90% of our time on hitting driver. And that's the wrong way to go about it. Because with the driver, first of all, the room for mistakes is huge. We're talking millimeters. If your club face is like a millimeter offline, you're you're done. It's going the left or right, depending on what clubs you have, obviously. But at the end of the day, there is not a single club in the world that's 100% forgiving. Like if you're hitting over the ball, I don't care what club you use, it's going to go right. <laughs> you know? There is that, that like, you know, that, Self-driving club that oh, yeah. kills you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's the only <laughs> way. But again, you know, that's cheating. You can't play that in a comp. But yeah, like, like that's the only way. And even that, even that, if you don't, if you're not straight on it, it's gonna, it's gonna veer off. Just that's left true. Or right. If you don't, if you don't aim right, you know, it's yes. just slightly left. It's gonna slice right, right. So. Yeah. So it's just manage your expectations, man, and just enjoy the fact that you're out with the boys or the girls, whoever you play with. Just enjoy the fact that you're out. You know, you finish your week. If you're playing on a Saturday or a Sunday, you've had a long week of work. You're now you're stress free. Just enjoy the game of golf. I don't know, man. I like when I'm when I'm at the golf course. Um, I just I'm just so relaxed, and I'm like I'm just in, I'm just I'm, I have a chat with the boys, whether I'm playing with my friends or whether I'm playing with random strangers. Uh, if I'm playing with strangers, I've I've pushed myself to play with more strangers this year. Just to, just for a, not is it a confidence thing? Um, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, like that thing of when somebody lets you through and everybody's staring at you and you top it and you, or you slice it or you hit a bad shot. I want that to basically go away. So in my mind, I'm thinking, what's the best way of me playing better is by playing with strangers. So my, um, so I can, I can get used to the pressure of playing with random people that I don't know. So if I'm playing with you or with Stell, with Jack or with Harry, like, I don't care like how I play. If I'm playing with strangers, in your back of your head, you're always like, oh, I hope I'm not too slow. I hope I'm not, you know, I'm doing everything right. I hope I'm not annoying them. I hope I'm not talking a, a lot. I hope I'm not uh, talk. Uh, you know, I hope I'm talking enough, but not a lot. You know, it's just one of those things. Because um, you're you're playing the same game for four, four and a half hours with these strange strangers. Um, so for me, if I'm playing with strangers, I always start off easy and then I try and ask questions and kind of get to know them a little bit. And yeah, it's just how you meet people as well, right? And I quite enjoy it. So... Just get, you just get Absolutely. used to that pressure. So yeah, you know, manage expectations yes. and just have some fun. Enjoy you know, don't it. Don't get too frustrated. Just relax. So many people, it's only so golf, many people man. give up. So many people give up after just you know again maybe shanking it too much, yeah. maybe slicing it too much, and just getting really frustrated. Yeah. Just enjoy the game. Don't even take down the scores. Right. Just get out and have a nice walk. Right. And just pretend it's like a little bit of exercise, and enjoy the time with your friends, family, wh whoever you're playing with. And slowly you'll get better. Play with better players. Manage your expectations. Right. Learn. You know. Again, actually, one of the key things that I saw playing with single-digit handicappers and scratch golfers, even like you know plus handicappers, mm -hmm. was that I see them make mistakes. A hundred percent. So one once you realize yeah, that yeah. some of the best players, and you can see that obviously like you know every week on television, watching the PGA Tour, the, the European Tour, DP yeah. World, um, or the tours. Is that people? You know, no matter how good you are, you're gonna hit some bad shots. Yeah. So that really makes you feel better about hitting bad shots yes and Plus, just focus the, the, on the next again, one focus on the next if you, one you, when you play with like scratch players or like even plus handicappers like you said they're not getting any more birdies than you are they just 
um, their bad shots are just better than yours, if that makes any sense. Well, exactly. So their bad exactly. shots are, is probably like 20 feet away from the green. Or to and the they can pin. easily make an up and down. And, and part, they can right? easily make an up and down, or, or they can easily two putt it, or the, maybe even one putt, right? With us, though, it's my bad shot is 50 yards, let's say, to the right of the green. And a 26, uh, 26 handicapper is like 70 yards off the, off the green. And if you're 70 which, yards... Which will I'll, mean that my second shot will be still further away from the green. Yes. Right? Yes. It's like, yes, yes. It's like a single-digit handicap. It's yes. just reducing the, your distance to the hole yeah. every single time. Yeah. Like, you know, and essentially, like, you know, maximizing the percentage that you get to closer to the hole. Whereas for bigger handicappers, you're like you're reducing, you're chopping down the percentages in a much slower way. Yes, there you go. Between you and the hole. At one point, I got really like a year, like over a year ago, I got really comfortable playing like from the rough, because that's where I was. I would always be in the rough. I'm like, so I got comfortable playing in the rough. I got comfortable playing like really low shots, like really low, like uh, st not stingers, but like just low shots to keep it under the trees because I'll, I'll be in the trees all the time. And up to the point where if I was in the middle of the fairway, I would I would physically look uncomfortable because I'm not used to being in the middle of the fairway. And almost almost if you're in the rough or you're in under underneath trees, your expectations to have a good shot are way lower because you're like, oh, well, I, I was in the rough. What did you expect? I was under the trees. What did you expect? But if you're in the middle of the fairway, like every like the surroundings are perfect. You have no excuse but to hit a good shot. So for a while, I, it would get into my head like, I don't belong here. I shouldn't be in the middle of the fair. I'm not used to being in the middle of the or anywhere on the fairway. So I Now look at you and you hit it down the fairway yeah, every no, single time. Not every single time, dude. Like, don't over-exaggerate. Over but, you know, it's a lot better. Than, like, the podcast is called Rice and Slice for a reason, right? I'm yeah, the slice I, part of this conversation. Dude, dude my just, slice I'm, was 200 yeah. yards to the right, like, 18 months ago. And now... The slice might come out maybe once or twice, maybe around, maybe. I mean, I'm sorry, sorry to say, guys. You know, next next week when I start to introduce this podcast, I'm gonna have to unfortunately say sorry, guys. You know, Theo is now like a hot shot. Now he's like a professional. He hits it straight every single yeah, time. Yeah, rice and straight shots. Obviously, shots. like you know, exactly. So rice I'm the rice bombs. in this podcast. So from now on forwards, may I just introduce this podcast as the right, the rice and straight <laughs> golf podcast. <laughs> I don't like it. Let's keep it. Let's keep it to rice and slice, dude. Yeah, so you better be slicing, mate. <laughs> okay, okay, no problem. I, I get, I get to slicing tomorrow. Do it, uh, do, it play next. do it, do it for the gram. I we did all it like once. to do it for the gram. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want that slice to come back, man. It's, it's uh, I get shivers like running down my spine whenever I slice it because I'm like, oh, there it is. Or I kind of almost miss it, but I've worked, actually, it's a, dude, I've tell you something as well, Go mate. On. Like last. Sunday, I played in Moor Park, right, and uh, just a casual game, and I found my trusty slice back. Because oh, now no, my usually see, and yeah, you play so for like, that you know, slice. My bad and my bad shots are usually like hooks now these days, yes. right? So like you know, I I basically tend to aim even like when I'm on the tee, I I tend to aim right because I know I'm gonna hit it quite like slightly yes. left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right with like a bit of a hook or a bit of a draw. Yeah. Um, but like you know, for some reason after a couple of holes, I realized bloody hell, my you know my trusty slice is back. As in, it's not gonna it's not gonna slice all the way right. So as long as I just it's aim just a big fade left. It's just a big fade. It's just like it, it's just a big fade. Yeah. Right, you know, you sacrifice some distance a little bit, yeah. but you know, at least you know I, that, that I, I what know you're do. every single time yes. if I aim that way, yeah, right, I just get to like you know, bring it back to the middle of the fairway. I, so compl I completely I, agree. I, I don't know what I did, but like you know, I just kind of turned my 
sort of usual hook into my trusty slice. Yes. <laughs> I, um, out of me, let's just say I've had more than this, but let's say out of the 20 lessons that I've ever had in my, in the past three years, it's a lot more than 20, but let's say 20 lessons, uh, 18 of them. So it was, I don't know. It's like what 85% of my lessons I've ever had have been on fixing my slice. That's how bad my slice was. And it wasn't even, I didn't need 18 lessons to fix my slice. This is what I've, this, this is what I'm talking about, about managing expectations. I didn't need 18 hours of lessons to fix my slice. It was just 18 hours of somebody telling me what I was doing wrong and me listening to that person. And the only thing, I'm not even exaggerating, that I've done different to fix my slice is not my grip, it's not my stance, it's not anything. It's my uh, the twist of the wrist on the downswing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that exactly. That's the only thing that I've changed, but that has taken 18 hours to get to that point. So, and what, what that was, it was on one of the lessons, he just said, why don't you try this? Why don't you try on the downswing, twist your wrist so you straighten up the club face? Yeah, so you 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 close the club face instead of opening Basically, it, Basically, right? yeah, so. because my club face would be so open, I would obviously, would it would slice, right? And that's all it was. It was that little nugget, but it took 18 and it's hours. All about, and it's all about muscle memory, same as yes. tennis, same yeah. as these golf shots. Like, yeah. You just have to hit that same shot every single time so your body, your muscles can ditch yourself like, you know, okay, this is exactly, I know when exactly I need to turn my wrist. I need yeah. to know exactly when I need to, you know, basically slide my hips. Yeah. So I don't even think about it, that anymore. And, like, and also, the better you get, the less swing thoughts you have in your head. Oh, absolutely, because there's more memory, right? Yeah, like yeah, so it's, it's mu your, muscle memory. Your body remembers, your so, head, like, what, what happens in your head doesn't even matter anymore because yes. your body is just conditioned. I, I, I remember uh, when I first started playing golf, I would, uh, literally, I would have, like, 12 swing thoughts, like, my stance, my hips, my arch, my bum sticking out, uh, and then it went down to the grip, to where my hands were, to the club face, to the back swing, to the down swing, to, you know, it was just so many things, and I would forget three, naturally, you would forget half of those um, swing thoughts, right? Um, mm. But now, the only thing I think about is my uh, right my right hand to touch my knee, so that way I'm tilted. And for my backswing, I don't have a practice swing anymore. I don't know if you've noticed that when we played on Tuesday. Yeah, I yeah. have a practice swing on with the irons. I don't have a practice swing with 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 my driver. So I just go up. I, I do take a bit of time. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. It's not to like eliminate time. Um, what I do is I grip it as normal. I stand. I stand as normal. No problem. Like I've got, I haven't got a problem with that. Uh, my alignment. I try and focus a little bit on my alignment, and I try and um, like the backswing is normal. It's whatever it is because it works. Whatever. My, no, sorry. My backswing is a lot slower, and then my downswing is normal. And it's just twisting the, the, the wrist. That is the number one thing for me. Twist that wrist and then it's it's fine. If I over-exaggerate it where I twist the wrist and I over-rotate, then it's going to it's gonna be a hook, which obviously we don't want. But it's I've, I almost kind of figured out the, the, the happy medium of this is what I need to do. So my, my swing thoughts are like two, three right now, for example. It's not mm. 12 like it used to be two years ago. So yeah, it's, um, yeah. And with, with my irons, I focus on the, like a square club face. And trying to hit down on it a little bit. Again, if that that wrong or right, it works for me at the moment. So when the time comes, I need to tweak a few things. I'll tweak a few things. But for right now, it works. If it's you know, it is what it is. And uh, have you noticed that I don't 
practice. Well, you probably haven't because we only played once. I don't practice uh, my um, when I'm on the green. I don't practice my putting stroke anymore. All oh, right, you just go for it and hit it. I just go for it. And there's a study that I read um, that actually practice swinging, practice, sw practice, practicing your swing while being on the green is actually not helping you in the slightest. So interesting. I agree. I tend to agree. Doctor Izzy Justice has posted this on Twitter, and it's a, it's a whole conversation, but I I'll quickly read it through. He is, or she, I want to say she, is a, uh, a like a brain surgeon. And she has done over 6,000 brain scans on putting alone. So it's a legit study, right? Don't practice strokes just before hitting the putt because it has a negative impact on your brain over 95% of the time. Now, I understand with some of the stats that we come out with, we come out with, they sound a bit not too good to be true, but they sound they're so ridiculous that they can't be true. They are true. It's just they're so like I said, they're so ridiculous that they can't be true, but they are true, right? So eliminate your your practice strokes to allow your brain to focus on holding your target. Uh, talking the target like so, having a pre-shot routine and holding the target are not the same thing. Most are better off spending twenty five percent of the routine uh, of the time taking target. And 75% holding it. If the brain knows where it needs to send the ball, it will instruct the muscles to do so. So basically, when you're putting, when you're, when you're um, practicing your putting stroke, your brain knows that it, that you're not actually hitting a ball. So your your stroke, especially for people for players like us that are mid handicappers or high handicappers, your your brain knows that you're not hitting a ball. So your swing is not going to be this. I know it sounds silly. It would not be the same as if you're hitting the actual ball. It's the same. That's with, why my. It's the same thing as my practice swings on the tee box. Yeah, it's they, like, they you know, I look, so good, you look right? At, you look at pictures yes, of your like perfect. practice swings. It it's, looks perfect. It looks, and then you go per and swing it. Like Rory swing, yes, right? Like yes, you know, literally yes. be beautiful, beautiful swing, beautiful follow through, everything. And then you go onto the tee and you actually hit the ball, and everything changes. Yes, and it's that's why I start practicing my on my driver. I just go up and I'm like, because okay, I'm like, your practice swing, with, especially with a driver, like off the tee, it just feels so nice. It's so fast and fluid and smooth. And I'm like, I'm going to stop doing that now. I'm just going to go up and just hit it. And it's funny, actually, um, Colin Morikawa has stopped practicing his putting stroke on the greens. And he's, apparently it's working out for him. But so um, I think you should try it. Stop practicing your putting stroke. Just go for it. Pick your line and go and just play it. Don't overthink it. Just hit it. What's the worst that could happen? You're going to, what, three put again? It's fine. It's not the end of the world. Exactly. So it's exactly. Fine. Hey, look, you know, this is the best part of being a mid-handicapper. You've hit so many bad shots that you just don't care anymore. Yes, exactly. So I'm like, mm, like it is what it is. I'm still going to be back next week. It is week. what it is. I'm still going to yeah. play tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Obviously, you're exactly. going to play golf. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to turn pro. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to get into uh, plus figures. I would like to drop my handicap like by four shots, let's say, and be, be like a like a nine point nine handicap. That would be my dream come true, and it will happen eventually. But it will take a long time. But it's just, it's just knowing what your bad shots are, and then you're good. Everything else would fall into place slowly, slowly. Take your time. I play with so many bad players that are just literally beginners in golf. 
and they look at me and they're like, why can't I hit it like you? I'm like, what, you thought that I could hit it like this three years ago? No, mate. This is a lot of hard work, arranged sessions, lessons, money spent, you know, research, practicing to hit a, a half decent shot that you think it's good because you're a beginner. But I don't think it's good because I know what a good shot looks like. But then you go to a scratch golfer and he hits it five yards off the pin and he's not happy with his shot. And I'm like, you're silly not being happy with that shot, but he's used to better golf shots. You know, it's just perspective. That's all it is. So Always. relax. Same in life. Yes. You just Take to, your uh, time. Just... Nobody's rushing you. Yeah. It's a long, it's, you know, this is why you have 80 year olds playing golf. And this is why I'm playing golf now. So when I'm 80, I can still shoot the ball around half decent. And I can, you know, compete in the club competitions. You know, it is what, it, that, that's the whole point. Just having that long, 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 what is it? Long, longer activity? Oh, longer. Long, longevity. Longevity in golf, you know. So look after your body a little bit. You know, have a ha, warm up as well. Have a little warm up. Do you know what I do? This is this is another look. Like I love this. I've seen somebody hit uh, say this. I think it might be Tiger Woods that said this. So I do this all the time. I've been doing this for ages, up to the point where it's like second nature now. If there's a practice, if there's a driving range at the golf course that I'm playing at, what I would do, I would, first of all, I would go and hit a few balls. But the last shots that I would hit, normally anybody else would be with the driver, right? Because that's the, like, the, you warm up with wedges or with your pitching wedge or with your iron and then you end up, you know, hitting some big shots with the driver. What I do, and I think Tiger Woods said this, is whatever your first shot is going to be on the first tee, that should be the last shot that you practice with on the, on the driving range. So, for, for, for example, at Ashbourne, uh, I would never hit a driver off that tee. It's always a four hybrid, like a, like a hybrid shot, like a rescue shot. So the last shot that I'm going to practice with on the driving range at Ashbourne is a it's a four it's a four hybrid. So that way you're you're already warmed up when you go on the first tee. You you know like when you have like a breakfast ball because you haven't really practiced and you're not warm yet and you're not doing that. So the 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 breakfast ball when you can't have a breakfast ball is on the driving range or on the practice nets when you hit you know that 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 shot that you're planning on hitting on the first tee. I think that's a really good tip as well. So uh, really good tip. That's a that's a pretty good tip, isn't it? Uh, speaking of tips, last thing before we end the podcast, I have a little stat that will. I don't know if it's going to blow your mind, but it's um, it's such a good stat that it sounds fake, like the other ones that we always talk about, right? So go on. But th this won't surprise you, Chenji, because we spoke about this before. Russell Henley, a PGA professional, he is PGA Tour's straightest hitter. With 72.4% of fairways hit, right? Russell Henley was sit 77th with the same percentage on the LPGA Tour. So Russell Henley is the straightest hitter on the PGA Tour. And he sits 77th on, on the stats against LPGA Tour pros. What? How are these women hitting such incredible shots? It's incredible. On that note, we talked. We, we yeah. talked about this. You know, we did. Ladies are just throwing darts. Yeah. I mean, hey, look. You know, one thing has got something to do with it, which is club head speed, right? So, you know, the lower the speed, the less the dispersion. Yes. Right. So that's just, I guess, statistics. 
But still, um, they they bomb some drives, dude. What what? Oh, oh, especially Charlie Hall. She's like she's amazing, yeah, bomb, yeah, yeah. like you know, power. I'm draw. gutted she came second um, um, the other day. I know. I was watching it. I guess. But yeah, and uh, you know what I would be really interested in is to see the sort of like you know a statistical analysis of clubbed speed in the ladies tour versus like fairway hit, for example, or like just you know measurement of accuracy versus the men. So like after sort of taking into account the same clubbed speed, are the ladies more accurate than the men? Or do they fall under roughly the similar sort of like you know path? That's a great. Does that make sense? That's a that's that's a great um, idea. That's a great thought. I wonder. Mm. I'm but, sure you know, it's hard out to there. compile the data because again, it's very very different, right? The average for men's is like you know maybe uh, the clubhead speed for a driver is let's just say you know 110, 115 miles per hour, whereas for the ladies is like 100 or 105 miles per hour. Yeah, I th- I think right, uh, yeah. So, but again, but, you know, there's you, some yeah. incredible. The, 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 there's a reason why they're professional golfers, right? Whether you're oh, male or female, but it's absolutely the, 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 these ladies are just amazing at hitting iron shots. Oh my! And wedges. And you know, like like recently they finished the uh, the the, well, the last major of the season, which is the uh, women's British Open mm-hmm. in Walton Heath this year, mm-hmm. right? So shout out, hey. very nice finally. Hey, and uh, you know, I played both holes. So, but sorry, both courses, like the new course and the old course. And what they've done for this competition for the uh, British Open was they did a composite, right? So they basically, you know, use a mixture of both holes. Oh, did they? I didn't know on... that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so really? like, you know, they that, mixed, really ma- they mixed the match. They basically just mixed the match. So right? the, the and, like uh, the best golf holes on both courses, almost effectively, yeah, effectively exactly. considering it's a, the it's a beautiful, it's a, it's a beautiful course, mm. and there's not a lot of trees because the whole features of the course is heather. Right, like you know, if your ball got into the heather, first of all, it's very difficult to find it, mm. and once it's there, like Get, you've, it out is... you've you are you are in deep trouble to actually hit it out. Yeah, right, like because ev- all that heather will just grab your club. Like there's no tomorrow, and there's it's so hard to hit hit to hit it out. So accuracy is so key. Um, lots of wind as well, and just overall, and those bunkers are super high. So. Again, such a challenging course, and the winner Lillian Wu hits it minus fourteen, and again, so so impressive. And what accuracy is just so key. Like keep it in the fairway, keep it out of the bunkers, right? Then you hit like you know some good golf. Yeah, and incredible. Then, you know, they, uh, you know, I doubt if the men's played in that course, they would hit it that low, in the same conditions. Yeah, it's mad. On that note, um, before we we close off the the podcast. We have a competition running over on our socials. Well, over on Instagram at Rise and Slice Podcast. Go over there. It's the it's the only pin post that I have on that uh, on the on the Instagram. All you have to do is just tag your friend, like the post. I'm um, obviously make sure you're following the page. And I've got a bag of goodies that I want to send to one of lucky winner anywhere in the world, free of charge, uh, from the 151st Open. Uh, take uh, take part. I think there's a week left. Is it one more week? So this time next week. On the on the on the show on the podcast, I think we're going to be announcing the winner, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. So please, 21st. guys, go like and subscribe. Um, go over to our Instagram and follow the page. We post daily on there, whether it's clips, whether it's little um, funny uh, memes, or whether it's sharing other people's posts. Just go. It's it's a good place to be. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Li- 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 for? Thank you guys for listening, not listening. Thank you, especially especially English is hard, especially like we had an episode of just like amateur swing thoughts. It's not bad, is it? Who'd have known that we'd give an hour of 
Saying know, that, like, listen, lesson, take, lesson. Take we're teaching. Tips. Like, how can we? How can we be we're, teaching listen, beginners? We're, goals? We're, we're, we're just we're mid handicap players. We're just telling you. We're not saying we're professionals. We're not saying that. Go get lessons from professionals. Our point is, we've been where you were, well, where you are. So this is what happened to us to become a forty handicapper. So just like I would sit down and listen to a ten handicapper and what he does. And a scratch goal for what he does different than a 14 handicapper. It's the same way that you should listen if you're a 24 handicapper and you listen to a 14 handicapper. You know, it is just, so it's just step by step. For example, I think listening to a 24 handicapper listening to a scratch golfer, I don't think it's going to help him that much because that scratch golfer, first of all, might have never been a 24 handicapper. So he doesn't know the ups and downs of being that bad at golf. Does that make sense? So, or plus, or if he was that bad at golf, he probably doesn't remember because it was a long time ago. But yeah, with yeah, us, yeah. it was it was only recent. So we, like, personally, I know exactly where I, what I did wrong and what I did right, and that's where I can I feel like I can help worse players than me. I'm not saying what I'm what 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 I'm saying is gospel, but this is what has helped me. Whether or not it helps you or not, it's a whole different story. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to be that guy where it's like, oh, um, you know, you, you get there was like. You shoot a half decent round. You're like, oh, um, I'm really good at golf now. Like, I'm not. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying, I've been where you are. My highest handicap was 26, and now I'm down to 14. And it's only going to go well, 13 points something. It's only going to go down. I hope. <laughs> Touch wood. But that's just what helped me. That, that's what. Just I, had to jinx disclaimer. it. Just had to jinx. Just had to jinx it. No, no, that's no, fine. You jinx me. You jinx me. When we played at Woburn, you see, you, what do you say? You haven't lost the ball yet. What happens next hole? I lose two balls off the tee. Like, these are all mind games for you to catch up. That, that's what it was, but it didn't work, did it, Chenji? <laughs> it worked up until the 15th hole. It did, you're right. Right, guys, thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate you. Stay tuned. We have some massive news on the way. Massive news on the way. Um, and uh, we've got loads of things coming up. Um, we're trying to get guests. So if you if you have have an interesting story, DM us on Instagram, and we might get you on the podcast. That'd be good. But yeah, other than that, thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. And go take part of the competition.